What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Black 850 Podcast. I'm your host, Devontae Williams, where we want to show you and teach you how to get credit for your financial freedom. As always, shout out to my boy, Devontae Vandegrift at Tavy Beats on Instagram for that amazing instrumental, my guy. I really appreciate you. Also, shout out to myself. I'm a dad. My son, Kai Dion Williams, decided to come uh, five weeks early on us, but we are uh, adjusting uh, getting reorganized and uh, excited to have him out here in this life with us, uh, just getting ready to teach him every, every and anything um, that he needs to know to be equipped for success in this life. All right. So shout out to you, my guy. <laughs> um, as always, um, shout out to all my um, ongoing listeners. If you've been here since day one, I appreciate y'all for, you know, rocking with me. Um, and, you know, I'm going to do this for a couple episodes. Uh, like I said, I found out last week that I not only have um, the majority of my listeners in the United States, obviously, but we actually, we actually have listeners from Canada, Germany, Mexico, and India. So thank y'all for all listening across the world. Uh, thank y'all for sharing the podcast. Thank y'all for, uh, you know, being interactive with the episodes and giving me, um, some some uh, ideas for episodes and all that good stuff. Please, please, please continue uh, to reach out to me um, if you are interested in becoming a client, if you would like a self-account, um, and if you're just trying to find us on Instagram and Facebook, um, all of that will always be in the description in the show notes. All right. So let's get right into it. What are we going to be talking about today? All right. We're going to be talking about some real estate today. All right. This is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes of many, but uh, we're going to talk about 19 reasons why you should invest in real estate today. OK, this article was published on October 8th, 2020 by Vanessa Nerodi. OK, I hope I uh, pronounced that right. Vanessa, I apologize if I didn't. All right. So before we really get into the nitty gritty of this article, why are we talking about real estate? And why is real estate so important? All right. Real estate is, you know, how is a it is a funnel and is an avenue for people um, to really gain a lot of wealth. I mean, generational wealth, that is, you know, if you're a person that has, you know, inherited a house from like a, you know, a relative, like a great, great grandma or granddad or something like that. Well, if they've given you that house, that is established. Uh, generational wealth. You now have been passed down um, a an appreciating asset um, that you could, you know, obviously remodel and refurbish and, you know, increase its value over time. So real estate is a, is a, is a good tangible asset to have um, as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as generational wealth goes. Um, a lot of people are getting into Airbnbs and short-term rentals and rental properties. Uh, just because that passive income is great to be able to, you know, take care of your family and uh, not stress in this life all all the time about money. So um, 
the and the next episode that we get into will we'll, I will be talking about that, you know, passive income a little bit more in depth. But for this episode, real estate is very essential. If you're that person wanting to become financially free, really get into something that's going to challenge you um mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, all that good stuff. But it's a great it is a great asset to have if you're trying to build wealth. All right. So 19 reasons why you should invest in real estate today. Number one, all right, real estate has a high tangible asset value. Tangible assets are physical things like property, computers, and equipment that are worth money. Real estate especially will always have some kind of monetary value, all right? Compare this to investing in stocks where if the market crashes, it is possible that something you pay $500 for could suddenly be worth zero. With real estate, land, and real property, your investment will always be worth something. Okay, I like that one just because, you know, real estate and land, obviously land can be real estate as well. Um, but it is, it's, it's very true in my opinion. You know, it's always going to be worth something. It's never really going to, going to go to zero, okay? It might dip some, you know, or it might skyrocket, but, you know, on a consistent basis, it's always going to be worth something of um, essential value. Number two, real estate appreciates in value. Real estate tends to appreciate in value over time. Not only will the building or home itself likely grow in value, but the actual land itself uh, that the that the home is built on will also usually be worth more over the years. In some markets, it is not uncommon for the land to be worth more than the house that stands on it. Or for the land value to continue to rise even without a house on the land itself. Okay. So number three, the opportunity to maximize value is in your hands. Okay. So you can maximize the hell out of real estate. I mean, really it's, it's what you make out of it. It's what knowledge and research you put into it before really getting into it. You know, who you're going to network with, um, all that good stuff. All right. So the opportunity to maximize value is is in your hands. One of the best things about real estate is that you can improve a property if you want to add amenities like a pool or improve it with an updated kitchen or bath. You can then either rent it out or sell it for for more than what you pay for. Since real estate is a tangible asset, any improvements you make to the real estate will increase its value. Some things that bring the, the biggest return for your money uh, are garage door replacements, kitchen remodels, and deck additions. So if you're if you're that person that wants to get in uh, fix and flipping, uh, you know, make sure you change out that garage door. Um, I used to build houses, so and this is a big this is a plus. It's one of the first things that you see that the homeowners see when pulling up to the driveway. They see the garage door. They see the the, the front elevation of the house, they see, you know, they want to see the, a good curb appeal. So make sure that y'all, you know, if you're in that, in that industry as far as fixing and flipping, make sure the outside looks good. Okay. And you can't go wrong with a, you know, a nice, open, beautiful kitchen. Um, obviously that is, uh, that is what is in style today. Uh, very open, very light and bright kitchens. Um, and then obviously people like to entertain. So if you, you know, if you add an additional deck area, uh, that's pretty wide. So, you know, people like to barbecue and have parties and all that good stuff. 
That's also a plus when uh, doing some fix and flips. Number four, you build equity in your real estate investments. If you invest in actual houses, your equity in the home should increase the longer you own it. Equity is the portion of the home you own outright, as opposed to the part a bank may own if you have some kind of loan or financing. Okay, so as you pay off your loan, you generally build more equity in a property. The exception could be if the market takes a severe downturn, but the downturns are generally temporary. So if you can hold on to the property until the market stabilizes, your ability to you know build equity should resume. So also. As the value of the property appreciates through the years, the home, the house becomes worth more adding to your equity. <clears throat> Number five, uh, you can leverage that equity, too. So one great option with real estate investments is that you can take out a home equity loan. And this can be set up either as a line of credit or a traditional loan. So people use home equity loans to pay for college, for their kids, home renovations to buy rental properties, or even sometimes pay off other high interest debt. All right. Number six, real estate offers better returns than the stock market. I can't even argue with this. You know, there's on a consistent basis, um, depending on what type of real estate you're in, this can be true. Uh, there are obviously some start, uh, some stocks out there that have significantly, uh, significantly high returns, but for the most case, um, apparently real estate is, um, more appreciating on your return of investment than the stock market. All right. So in Florida, Gilliland explains, all right, Gilliland, uh, is a, a tongue twister. Real estate has been appreciating at six to 8% a year. Compare that to money market investment of one to 2% and real estate offers much more return, much better return nationally. Single-family homes offer yearly returns of 9%, a yield that's tough to come by with the stock market investments, right? So if you're out there and you invest in the stock market um, and you see, you know, pretty low returns, any return is good, obviously. But if you're looking to get a higher return, but, you know, more of a risk, obviously, uh, real estate might be for you. Number seven, real estate is a way to diversify your portfolio. Okay, so portfolio meaning what type of investments you have. So it could be real estate, it could be businesses, um, it could be you know the stock market, it could be crypto, um, it could be artwork, all that good stuff. All right. So real estate is a way to diversify your portfolio. This is another way to lower some of your risk, especially if you're investing in lot lots of dollars in other opportunities. Most experts recommend diversifying your portfolio so you won't lose everything in one in one fell swoop if the market were uh, where you've most heavily invested happens to go south. Real estate is excellent is an excellent place to park some of your money, a place much safer than other investments. All right. Eight, you can predict the cash flow of real estate investments. Most investments don't allow you to predict the kind of cash flow you'll receive. With real estate, on the other hand, if you know what a property is renting for and that you have a tenant, you'll know what your cash flow will be. As long as you keep 
the property occupied, you can count on the money every month um, to come in. Remember, though the budget for routine maintenance and repairs and factor uh, can factor into that yearly expense, you want to definitely make sure that you set a budget for that. You know, obviously that can sustain itself uh, through any maintenance. All right. And then obviously, if you have rental properties, if you don't want to deal with any of these um, these tenant issues like directly, you know, you can always hire like management companies. Number nine, you can establish a passive income, uh, an income source. Because you can predict cash flow, you can also figure out ways to maximize revenue or cut expenses in order to establish a passive income source that will long that will last as long as you own the property. All right. So set the rent for your property at an appropriate price and raise it responsibly to cover inflation. Um, try try and always perform preventative maintenance so catas- uh, catastrophes and emergencies don't sneak up on you. Number 10, you can take advantage of inflation hedging. All right. You can take advantage of inflation hedging. Although inflation affects every investment, real estate is an investment that is all almost always in demand. So it typically remains its remain its monetary power. So normally inflation often makes it more expensive for companies to create products and services. They either they either have to raise their prices or accept lower profits. Um, real estate doesn't have a strong correlation with stocks or co- uh, cooperate profitability. So it is a national, excuse me, it is a natural inflation hedge. All right. You can also often pass any inflation costs along to tenants. Number 11, you get tax benefits with real estate that you don't see elsewhere. All right. You get tax benefits with real estate that you don't see elsewhere. So if you own your own house, you can deduct mortgage interest. State and local property taxes are also usually deductible. For investment properties, you can often deduct operating expenses and costs, insurance, property taxes, and maintenance. Capital gains taxes, the taxes you pay if you sell investment properties on your own home within certain limitations, are between 15 and 20 percent. All right. Typically lower than your personal tax bracket, which can be a, a huge advantage over over other types of investments. All right. So if you use the money um, from a scale of, you know, one property to buy another property, you can defer your capital gains tax. All right. This means you aren't taxed at all on that money because it went directly towards the pro- uh, the purchase of another property. So a lot of people don't realize that a lot of a lot of the debt that a lot of these rich and wealthy people have is good debt. So instead of taking the, the, the profits they made from a particular real estate investment, they immediately take those property, uh, those capital gains and purchase another property to avoid being taxed between 15 and 20 percent. That way they gain more properties, more of a passive income. So obviously once they have generated enough revenue, when they are taxed, they can obviously s- sustain that because they bought another property. Number 12, you can claim depreciation as an investor. Although real estate usually appreciates in value, 
the buildings themselves degrade over time, so investors can claim a depreciation non-cash expense on their taxes. The IRS considers residential um, rental properties to have a useful life of 27 and a half years. What this translate, what this translates to number-wise is that you can divide your cost by 27 and a half to figure out what your annual depreciation is. Commercial real estate has the depreciation of 39 years. Number 13, it's a good forced way to save for retirement. A 30-year fixed loan always uh, all allows you to build equity in your own home over a long period of time. If you decide to downsize when you've paid off your loan, it's likely you can get a smaller house and have a nice chunk of change left for retirement. All right. So number 14, you can use rental income to pay down your mortgage. All right. This is a when I say y'all, this is heavy right here. Like this is one of the, the golden nuggets that y'all definitely want to make sure y'all pay attention to. Okay. You can use your rental income to pay down your mortgage. So if you live in a multifamily home or if you live in a big ass home with, you know, six bedrooms and it's only two people living in it, you know, rent out your other rooms. If people, you know, obviously if you, if you have friends or, you know, family, you know, rent out your other rooms in your house um, and that'll actually help pay down your mortgage. That way, you know, you're you're pretty much living rent free at, at that point. And then you can obviously um, use that equity uh, in your house or once it's paid off to buy something else. You know what I mean? Or, you know, just to invest in certain things other than real estate. But this is a great way to earn income to pay down your, your mortgage and obviously put a little change in your pocket too. So rental income is an excellent way to pay down your mortgage. Renting out a room in your house to a roommate or even your entire house on Airbnb on weekends can provide you some extra cash that you can then put toward your mortgage. Profits from investment rental properties can help you pay down your mortgage sooner or save for a down payment if you don't own a home of your own just yet. Rental income is also a great source of passive income to add to your retirement plan. You'll have money coming in even after you retire from your job, not just pensions and social security. Number 15, you have tons of options in real estate, all right? There are all sorts of ways to invest in real estate. Buying your own house counts as real estate, obviously, um, or you can buy a fixer upper, renovate it and flip it, meaning you renovate it and then flip it by meaning you would then sell it. You can rent out a home, offer a lease option agreement, rent to own or invest in a REIT, an R-E-I-T, a REIT or uh, a crowdfunding app. Whatever your level uh, level of commitment, you can probably find a way to invest in real estate. So if those of y'all that you know, if you like, man, I don't have the money to uh, buy a fix and flip home. I don't have the money to buy, um, you know, a multifamily home or whatever the case may be. Um, you can go on uh, these crowdfunding apps uh, that are called uh, that include Fundrise, uh, CrowdStreet and Roofstock. All right. These companies allow you to basically invest in certain projects in real estate that they're uh they've got going on 
Um, you know, it could be anywhere between, a, you know, $500, $10,000 and, you know, whatever the, co- the cost may be, you can actually get a certain amount of return off of it for the life of the project or however long it takes to build it, et cetera. More information on that, just simply look up Fundrise Crowd Street, one word, and then Roofstock, R-O-R-O-O-F-S-T-O-C, all right? Number 16, investing in real estate is good for communities. You're helping local economies and providing homes for people or at least a place to stay. By investing in affordable housing, maintaining it well, and adding upgrades, you can help provide nice homes for people to live in. Some of them, un, some of them unable to afford even a small down payment on a house of their own. If you're in a position to buy one or two abandoned uh, or up or unkept homes, fix them up. You'd be helping the community. Seventeen. The results are almost immediate. No matter what kind of inv- investment or what your level of investment, you can start seeing returns almost immediately. All right. It just depends on what route you're going, but nearly, you know, most of the time you almost see those uh, returns immediately. Okay. Real estate number. Excuse me. Number eighteen. Real estate doesn't have to tie up a lot of cash. In many instances, you can put down as little as 10% on a property, then essentially use the bank's money to grow your investment. And that's what I love, OPM, other people's money, so we ain't got to use all of ours, all right? And finally, number 19, real estate investing could help you eventually afford your dream home, okay? If you aren't able to afford the exact house you want, you can consider, you could consider buying something more affordable and living in it for a few years to build some equity. After that, you can start investing in credit and, and excuse me, you can start inve- investing in some rental properties, building your own portfolio and net worth and bank accounts until you're able to afford your dream home. All right. So thank you, Miss Vanessa Narodi for that amazing article. Okay. Um, I hope that you all have learned something from this article. Uh, and, you know, wanting to eventually invest in real estate. There's so many ways you can do it. You know, you can invest in REITs on in the stock market. You can go to crowdfunding apps uh, like Fundrise, CrowdStreet, and Roofstock uh, to get into real estate that way. Um, you can, you know, purchase abandoned homes, fix them and flip them. Um, you can get, you know, buy, you know, apartment complexes. Um, you could buy you know, a multifamily, you know, you live in one side for a year and then rent out the other side. And then after that first year, you can move out and then rent out the second side. And now you have your first rental property, you know, as a whole that you own and that you don't live in. So there's so many ways that you can get into it. Hopefully this episode um, sh- uh, shed some light on some different ways that you can earn, you know, passive income. And if you all have any questions as far as uh, getting into real estate, um, Please reach out to me. Hopefully this episode uh, clears some of the confusion uh, for you once you want to get into it. Um, as always, like we always do here at Black A50, we want to show you and teach you how to get credit for your financial freedom. Um, shout out to my boy, Devontae Vanegriff at Tavy Beats on Instagram. Tavy Beats on Instagram. All right. This has been another episode of the Black A50 podcast. I'm your host, Devontae Williams. Thank you all for listening. Keep sharing. Uh, keep subscribing. Uh, Keep reaching out about episodes. 
Y'all be safe and y'all be easy. It's